Are you ready to take your real estate investing business to the next level? Well, you're in the right place. This is the Real Estate Investing Morning Show. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. With your mentors, Wayne and Gabby. Good morning and welcome to the Real Estate Investing Morning Show. Today is Monday, May 30th, and we're going to have a high of 15 degrees here in the Edmonton, Alberta region. Hey, everybody. We are broadcasting live as we do every morning on the Podbean app. It's got to download that Podbean app, look up the Real Estate Investing Morning Show and subscribe, uh, and you can listen in live. Uh, we are the only Real Estate Investing Morning Show or Real Estate Investing Podcast that broadcasts live every single morning. And if you want to get in on that, that's how, that's how you do it. You have to, you have to listen to the live app and you can listen every morning, Monday through Friday at 6am. Did I say that already? Yeah. Oh my gosh. Are we ever tired? <laughs> long okay. weekend, long weekend. Okay. Anyway, 6am mountain time. I'm going to go through it again, just to make sure you heard <laughs> uh, 6am mountain time, Monday through Friday. You can join in on the chat. Um, there's a chat here. Everybody's saying good morning. And as well, there's a call in button. So you can call in just like you're, regular draft time morning show call in ask any questions you have about real estate investing uh we will answer them for free every monday boop, boop. through friday wow yeah we had a pretty long weekend here uh so we just finished up our three-day real estate investing cabin retreat in alberta beach why are you laughing you i'm struggling talk. i'm struggling <laughs> uh <laughs> i'm in good spirits but just just a, just, just a, exhausted yeah it's 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 a very it's a very intense weekend. I think it, I think I calculated the numbers, um, how many hours uh, it is. I think it's I think it's thirty hours straight, and the only stopping we do is to sleep. So it's uh, it's pretty intense, but it's it's so much fun at the same time. It's it's kind of exhilarating. It's um, it's emotional because you know everyone's talking about what's important to them. You know, life and why they're doing it. Um, why they're investing in real estate, why they're growing businesses, why they're going against the grain. Um, everybody's got a pretty strong why. And um, we get really deep and vulnerable and, and we have those honest conversations and then we and then we put the pieces back together afterwards, right? Yeah. Um, you know, once once you can open up that, uh, that honesty with yourself and with everyone else and then, you know, really get back to why it is that you're doing it, it's... Uh, and then build a business plan or model from there, you're much more likely to actually succeed. And I know mm -hmm. a lot of you listeners that are joining in live today, a lot of you guys that are listening to the reporter version um, have been to a, you know, a cabinet retreat before or, or, you know, taken some form of coaching or mentorship for myself or Gabby. Um, this is stuff that we, that we really, really care about. This means a lot to us. Um, and I know that, you know, you guys have enjoyed it as well. So, yeah. um, and had a lot of success from it. So, um, I'm going to struggle. I'm going to, I'm going to do my best, uh, to get through today's episode. Um, uh, but it should still be good. I'd say, <laughs> I'd say I wouldn't give, I wouldn't say it's the best episode. It's going to be the best episode we ever had, but I'd, 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 I'd say it's in the top 100. <laughs> um, <laughs> On top of that, we have other upcoming events as well. Um, we have our Friday live training this Friday. Um, join us in our 
our Facebook group, uh, the Real Estate Investing Masters. We will be covering um, a topic this Friday, which we have not decided yet. We'll, we'll get back to you. <laughs> I didn't know, and it was like you were going to no, reveal I'll release, it. <laughs> I'll release it probably tomorrow. On a topic. We're going to talk about a topic. Yeah, it's yeah. something related to real estate investing, but it is, it is free live training every yes. Friday. So join us in the Facebook group there, the Real Estate Investing Masters. And uh, lastly, the day after that, Saturday, we have our um, our Fix and Flip Bus Tour in Edmonton. Yes. So, so excited. The weather's going to be beautiful, it looks like. Nice. It was looking iffy the last week. It was like maybe just like overcast <clears> and <throat> meh. But it's looking like 21 degrees and sunny, a beautiful day. It's going to be fun. Very cool. Very cool. Yeah. Um, there are still tickets available for that. I mean, we're, we're cutting it real close. We were supposed to have all the numbers in by last Friday. I called up a couple of our vendors and said, hey, can we have a few more days? They said, okay, you can have a few more days, but not too long. <laughs> um, we need to get all the food orders in. So yeah. you know, we're covering lunch and, and dinner there. It's going to be an amazing event. Um, we're going to be hopping on a bus and touring four fix and flips at various stages of, of completion. So two are going to be complete, two are going to be under construction. Um, all different types of properties as well. So, you know, you can kind of see uh, why we did some things on one and why we didn't do, you know, things on the other. Um, so you definitely, if, if that's something you're interested in, um, fix and flipping, you definitely want to be there. But also, even if you're not interested in fix and flipping, um, it's going to be like 70 to 90 investors um, and you get to spend the whole day networking and talking with real estate investors who do this stuff on a regular basis, that buy rental properties, that do fix and flips, that wholesale, that, that do rent owns and agreement for sales and stuff like that. If these are the kind of people you want to be around, then you, then you should really come to this event. And even after the event, you know, we've got a picnic site reserved um, and dinner's going to be you know, delivered and catered. And then we're gonna, we have the picnic site for another four hours after that if you want to hang out. And network create after that. It's just it's mm-hmm. it's just a no brainer if uh, if you're a real estate investor in the Edmonton area, Calgary or wherever. Yeah, even Lethbridge. <laughs> how, how many? Okay, uh, <clears throat> how many investors here are from Lethbridge? I'm curious. We're trying to build up and we're trying to get an idea of how many investors or what the investor community is like in, uh, in Lethbridge. Yeah. We're doing a bit of a a poll. A poll test. <laughs> So if you guys are from Lethbridge, um, send me a message in the in the in the live chat or uh, send me a DM. Yeah, I'm curious. Jessica is. Good morning, Jessica. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> um, uh, Jeremy says, uh, "So don't ask difficult questions today." Yes, uh, that goes without saying. <laughs> 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 I can't even hear me. My, my voice is all uh, a little, ra- little raspy from talking so much. Uh, so what do you guys want to talk about today? Um, I'm curious. Um, who's working on something? Who's working on uh, a real estate deal? Who wants to work on a real estate deal, but for some reason you've got something stupid in the, in the way of it? Um, maybe stupid, maybe difficult. Um, we're willing to, you know, talk through it with you. This is This is what it's all about. Um, and if we don't hear anything in the next five seconds, we're going to talk about what we're, what we're working on. Yeah. <clears throat> because we haven't really updated them in like the last week or two. I just realized we have so many different things going on. The only things we seem to talk about are just the events that we have coming up. <laughs> but uh, we closed on two properties 
um, last week, right? Mm -hmm. um, one on Tuesday, one on Thursday, uh, both in Sherwood Park. Uh, those those properties were interesting because I bought those properties on the exact same day. Yes, you did. Yeah, I closed on two properties in the same day, and then uh, it took well, possession. Got offers offers accepted on the same day. True. True. Closed on them two days apart. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, as well, um, one of our fix and flips uh, got started on on Tuesday. Mm -hmm. And we have another one getting started on today. Mm -hmm. uh, and then next week, they're going to get started on the other two that we just bought. Nice. So, um, lots going on, very busy. We also have our uh, Leduc property, which is coming together. Um, I saw some pictures that the landscaping was getting done. <clears throat> yeah. Um, Josh was out there. Josh, our partner, was out there doing landscaping this weekend. Um, oh, why don't you give a little update on uh, on Catsburg? <laughs> I don't really have an update on Catsburg. The friendly cat. <laughs> um, our yeah, I I randomly realized last week that hey, I should call our furnace and duct cleaning guy because. He's cleaning the ducks today. <laughs> and if there's a cat in there, what does that mean? So, A, I thought I should give him a heads up. And B, I thought, hey, maybe he has an idea. I'm sure that there's been animals and ducks before, like whether it be, you know, squirrels or or a bird or, I don't know, a mouse. <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah, so I called him up and he's like, wow, this is really funny. <laughs> I was like, I know. Mm -hmm. It's like, okay, so said, well, when we go in there next week on Monday, um, that cat's going to fly out of there. Because I guess the pitch on their machines, yeah. um, I guess specifically cats don't like it. So like when they go into a house where they have, you know, pet cats, um, it's it'll drive the cats crazy. So they'll let you know that in advance. But um, so he's like, yeah, once we throw our machines down there and start cleaning, that cat's going to fly out of there. And I was like, okay, well, that's great. But where's it going to fly to? Like, it's going to fly out of the duct and then is it going to be somewhere else in the house? Is it going to um, fly out of the house and then come back the next day when the doors are open? You know, like, <laughs> yeah, not great. And he said, and he's like, um, but you know, I, I could come ahead of time and um, pull down the jumpers and try to catch the cat, you know, have a net and try to, you know, try to determine where it's hiding, what corner of the duct it's hiding in and pull it down and, um, you know, try to catch the cat that way. And then we've caught the cat and you guys can get it taken care of. Um, it's funny when I say take, you know, take care of the cat and get rid of the cat. Um, I had some concerned messages from one of my Facebook posts. <laughs> Are you a mobster? <laughs> yeah. Like I'm like, I'm going to take it out back and like break its neck or something. Send it up north? <laughs> like I, I mean, put it in a cage and send it to the SPCA. That's what I mean by take care of it and get rid of it. Um, I'm, I'm an animal lover. I'm not a, I'm not an animal cruelty person. But this animal needs to go. Yeah. As much as I, as much as I don't like cat's fur, um, I'm, I'm kind and want a good life for it. Yeah. Anyways. Um, and I feel bad for it. Like it's, it's probably starving and very scared, you know, like we laugh and we joke about it, but this cat has not had a good time for the past almost a couple months. Yeah. Yeah. So I do like, I do feel for it as well. Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah, so he was there on Saturday, <clears throat> I think, and he could not locate the cat in the ducks. Um, 
he did his banging around for like density of like where an object could be sitting and like all that kind of stuff and yeah. poked around and um, did his thing and no cat to be found. So uh, today's you, the day for the furnace cleaning. So did you mention that uh, like Josh saw the cat? No. Well, Josh, Josh, uh, he saw the cat. Um, middle of the night. Middle of the night. Um, he got up and walked and the cat was right there and he's kind of scurried away. Um, you know, every morning, uh, they're, they're coming in, they're seeing that the cat urinated in the same corner of the basement. Mm-hmm. Um, very well-trained cat. Um, so like, it's, it's a little frustrating because, you know, you assume he's, he's, you know, hiding in the vents and, and you know what, that old seller, the guy, the guy that we, that we met when we bought the place, he said they are really good at hiding. Yeah. Um, but like there's so there's no there's nowhere to hide anymore. That place was a dump before with like shit everywhere. That's it's not the case anymore. Yeah. Like where the hell is this cat hiding? Yeah. It's uh pretty frustrating. And then we've had just like, you know, the the peace officer we are dealing with is has been busy and then he's on vacation and he's away and he's the only peace officer that can leave this cage. Um so yeah, it's just We'll yeah. see how it all goes today. I guess today, if the cat flies out of the house, um, just gonna have to keep the doors, windows, and doors closed from yeah. here on out. Yeah. Mind you, the wind, the windows and doors are being <clears throat> um, changed out later this week, so that causes some issue. But yeah, yeah, it, um, yeah, it. it we we also learned um, while Josh was doing the uh, landscaping, he was digging up all the dirt there. And um, what, do you, what do you call the sheeting underneath? Landscaping material. Oh, like the landscaping material underneath when they were um, <laughs> when they're cleaning it all up because there's a lot of junk underneath the ground, just like random stuff. Yeah, well, there's a deck there, so yeah, yeah. Um, the landscaping material that they used um, was like a, a kitty blanket. It was like landscaping material with like um, was painted. It yeah, it was, was landscaping material with painted cat paws. What? I thought it was a blankie. I'm pretty sure it was landscaping material. I thought it was a blankie. Um, yeah, they they love cats. Loved kitty cats. Yeah. Um, as well, while we're on the topic of updates. <clears throat> Uh, we also stopped by our other St. Albert um, fix and flip there because it was finishing. Mm-hmm. Um, we've been waiting anxiously for the shower door to come in. And uh, it finally got done on Friday morning. And um, yeah, it looks fantastic. Yeah, so we had a little delay um, for our custom shower <laughs> glass for the ensuite shower that we um, put in there. We we took out a small single shower, moved the toilet to the other side of the bathroom and put in a big double shower um, with dual shower heads and stuff. So we needed some custom glass put in and uh, they were delayed on getting the actual glass in um, and getting it cut to size and stuff. So we were supposed to have our pictures done last week. We had to delay it by a week. Um, And then we went to go check on the glass on Friday because the pictures were supposed to be this weekend. And um, I wanted to make sure that if they made any mess that I could, I had a chance to kind of clean it up before the photographer came in and um, looks amazing, looks great. 
um, but there was um, a sign on it that you can't touch it, open the door, do anything to that glass for 72 hours. And there was fingerprints on from the installation on the inside and on the outside. And there was a little bit of like um, tile dust on the on the ground inside the shower and a random little cap and stuff. And I was like, shit, yeah. <laughs> we can't get pictures done. I can't clean. I can't clean it. I feel terrible for John, uh, the photographer, John Chin, if, in case you guys are wondering. Um, real estate photographer there. He's fantastic. He's fantastic. Um, this is the second time we had to reschedule. Yeah. Just the, we try and be proactive as possible, but yeah, yeah. we couldn't have really expected Planned for that. that. Yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> pictures are tonight. We're going to go in there today and uh, sweep up and clean the glass and um, make sure everything looks good. And then pictures are this evening and then it'll be listed. Pretty excited. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, okay. We had uh, a couple comments here that, that, and questions. Um, okay. Well, I, but on the topic of the, the landscape material, yeah. Josh says it was more of a cloth. I think they found it at like fabric land with cat paw prints on it. That's why I thought it was like a blankie. Yeah. Um, it's a very interesting, uh, yeah. Um, Okay, I'm going to leave my theories um, <laughs> uh, for personal conversations. Uh, uh, someone asked, how do I change my profile name? Does anyone know? That's a great question. Um, if you're on the Podbean website, just click on your account and change your... Um, yeah, I don't think you can do it from like inside the live show. I think you need to... Yeah, who are you anyway? Yeah, who are you? Yeah, we want to know. <laughs> um, the other thing, uh, Chris had asked, he, he wanted to do a bit of a mini poll um, would you rather have 10? Okay. So, and he's going to post this in the, in the real estate investing masters, uh, Facebook group as well. But his question is, would you rather have 10 decent cash flowing properties within 10 minutes around you or 10 properties scattered around your province, double the cash flow or 10 properties around Canada, triple the cash flow. Interesting. I'd be curious to hear what everyone's thoughts are and why and why you think so. Obviously, there's a lot of things to consider, and I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna be a wet blanket on this poll. I'm curious to, to think what everybody thinks and 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 why you would go that particular route. Mm-hmm. What are the benefits? What are the what are the pros? What are the cons? Um, as you guys are doing that, um, is there anyone in an answer right away? Um, Our mystery user is Rhonda Abbott. <clears throat> oh, nice. Hello, Rhonda. Um, there was one other thing that someone said that they were working on. Um, where was it here? Uh, goodness. I don't know. I think it was Rhonda. Rhonda's working on leaving her J-O-B. Working on leaving her J-O-B. Okay, so it was Rhonda. Okay. I'd like to get into that. And the reason I'd like to is because it's top of mind. We were talking about this at the cabinet retreat this past weekend mm-hmm. and what it takes to leave your job and the things that you need to be prepared for, um, the, na- the things you need to think of ahead of time, um, the myths about real estate investing and cash flow and 
leaving your job, being able to live off of it. <laughs> right. We we uh, we're very transparent on the show. We don't we don't talk bullshit. I will simplify some things because it is a morning show, and some people don't have you know as much education. So I'll keep it simple on some topics. But for this one here, I mean, we're very open and transparent about it. Um, you know, trying to buy rental properties to get enough cash flow to leave your job is um, is very difficult. Um, and also, it, it takes a long time, and it's a little risky. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a lot of variables that can that can control that. Uh, this does not mean stop investing in real estate, and you know, it's a horrible idea. And I'm just saying, I think you need to set your expectations a little better. Um, you know, don't fall into the trap of whatever stupid marketing you saw. You know, for some coaching program that said, you know, you can quit your job in a couple of years. Um, by investing in real estate. It's just, it's not true. Not with rental properties, at least. <laughs> but it's, again, you need to just set your expectations um, right. And and I think real estate investing is an amazing way to um, plan for your retirement, plan for, you know, like your legacy and your inheritance for your, your children, you set up trust funds. Um, you can set up it's a great way to pay for, you know, their education. It's a great way to take care of your, it's a great way to add extra income to your job. So you can do all the things that you would have never been able to do. Mm-hmm. I know that the next generation and the generation after are going to thank you. I hope so at least, you know, for all the hard work that you did to, to take your, to take your family or your, you know, your family name out of the, the lower middle class or middle class up into, you know, whichever class, um, to create opportunities for your, your kids and your grandkids, right? <coughs> I think real estate investing is amazing for that. But if people think that they're going to buy a couple of properties and leave their job in two years, that's complete horseshit. And I'm, I don't even need to tell All I need to say is do the math. Don't listen to me. This is not my opinion. This is not my opinion. Do the math. <coughs> And it's um, risky. Like even if you build up a a really great portfolio with really great cash flow that you could definitely live off of, that can change. Absolutely. In an instant. In a but, pandemic, in a whatever. But you can leave your job by building a real estate investing business. Yep. Okay. You do need some form of active income around it. You need to diversify. You can't just rely on the cash flow from the rental properties. If you if you have other businesses as well, then it, it makes a lot more sense. So uh, I'm curious, um, was it Rhonda? I think I'm curious so. what Rhonda is, is, is working on. What are you working on? Working on leaving my job like today? Like writing, are you writing your, uh, resignation. your resignation letter? <laughs> it's a fun and scary thing to do. I did it very quickly. I Googled resignation letter. <laughs> <laughs> it's, uh, it's, uh, it was, it was, a yeah, I think the decision was very quick for me. It was a no brainer to do, but, uh, yeah, I'd never written a resignation letter before. Have you? Uh, yeah, but you had also, um, 
you had also told them over the phone so that that your resignation letter was a technicality like a mm -hmm. give us something in writing type of thing after you had already talked to them yeah that kind whereas, of pissed me off whereas a lot of people it's like that is their resignation it's like walking into the office with their thing telling them and handing them the paper <laughs> true true um, um yeah. yeah when when i had finished uh telling them and they said can you please you know write it up in a formal resignation letter i'm like I just told you, like, seriously, <laughs> like I'm busy. I got business to do. <laughs> the whole reason is I'm too busy for this job. And now you're going to make me spend half an hour Googling a resignation letter. Like you're killing me one last time. One last time you get in the way of my schedule. Yeah. Sorry. I don't mean that. Yeah. But I do that, mean that. <laughs> at the um, cabin shoot on the weekend, someone had mentioned that they had, um, I, and I'm, I might be butchering this. This is how I remember it. But they had written the re their resignation letter for their husband and posted it on the fridge. And it was there for uh, for some time until yeah. finally decided to to take it in. So that's a kind of a cool concept, like to, you know, type it out, even if like, you know, you, you know that you have, you know, a few more years mm -hmm. at your job, like type it out and put it on the fridge as a reminder to help you work hard and and get towards that. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Um, someone, a listener here says, I'm going to put one on the fridge sometime this week. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm just kind of skimming through all the comments here in the, in the live chat. Again, if you're, if you're not listening in live, you're missing out on this, but, um, skimming through the, the, the comments, cause some of it's relating to that poll, which I want to get back to Chris's poll. Mm -hmm. Um, in the next, okay, so Rhonda said, in the next year, have a portfolio already, uh, wanting to grow, need to shove, have reserve income to use. Okay, you want to shove? <laughs> hmm. How hard? Feel free to call in if you want. I, I love talking about this stuff. Mm -hmm. um, I have a... I'm blessed with the ability to see through bullshit. It's like, it's like a superpower. It's like Superman, you know, it's x-ray vision, except I can, I can see through bullshit. Um, and, and get, and get to what's really important. And I, I, like I said, it's, it's top of mind because we just spent hours and hours and hours talking about it. Yeah. Um, there were a lot of things that were said this weekend and I, I bit my tongue on a few. And others, I said, I got to speak up. That's, that's, uh, those types of words, those types of statements, they don't work around me. Um, those limiting beliefs. Mm -hmm. Um, if you want it, like if you really want it, just go do it. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's not like the, the most inspirational quote that <laughs> you could throw in your Instagram profile but, or Facebook post. I'm sorry. But it is that simple. We overcomplicate it. it. That is it. You just got to do it. Yeah. If you want it, then go and do it. That is it. It's interesting. Um, there's because there's every, there's every type of investor from people who love their jobs and would never want to quit their job and are just building a nice little like uh, retirement or helping allow, allowing them to do more things with their family during the years, go on vacations and like that kind of stuff with cash flow. And then there's people who are like dead set on leaving their jobs 
and that this, that real estate is their, their future. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, it's interesting. You, you can definitely feel a lot more people talking about that they want out of their jobs recently. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, Rhonda says that she's stealing the whole letter on the fridge thing, um, which is great, which is great. It's just, it's one less thing. Like, do it while you're, um, write it while you're in a mood to quit, but you're not just quite ready yet. But if you have everything all lined up and ready to go, then it's just a matter of taking it and emailing it, you know, hitting send, having your drafts. I should be careful with that one. Um, <laughs> having your drafts in your email uh, ready to go and click send. I mean, it's it's funny. Like, did big decisions like that are just like they're so hard to do until eventually you just like click, or 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 you just like you say fuck it. That was a big that was a big one this weekend. Just just say fuck it. Like how many times, like your th- those big decisions in your life, have you just said, "Okay, fuck it, let's do it." Yeah, let's and then go. You do it. Yeah, and you're like, <sighs> big, big exhale. Yeah. Holy shit, I did it! Oh my fuck! Oh fuck! 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 Does that sound like somebody on Friday? <laughs> fuck! 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 Fucker! It's sinking in. It's sinking in. Speaking of that, um, he he put his two weeks notice in, but he hasn't showed up to the show today. <laughs> Unbelievable, Jared. Jared, Jared, Jared. Okay. Told him. I said, if you don't show up to the show and you sleep in, I'm going to make fun of you. It's just... It's time to get the fuck out of bed. Jesus. Sorry. I could have... I'll I'll drop the volume next time. I wanted to make sure he heard it. (laughs) He's not listening. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe you could hear it. Um, yeah, just, you know, just like Jared there, um, you know, sometimes you just got to just say, fuck it and do it. And, um, you know, it'll be a little scary afterwards and you'll start, you know, getting a little anxious and hyperventilating a little, but you get through it. Mm-hmm. This is not the show that tells you to quit your job. This is the show that tells you, or we're the people that tell you to do what it is that you say you're going to do or do what it is that's best for you. And if that is leaving your job, then leave your job. If that is cutting back on hours and cut back on hours, if that is um, making that call to that person, then do it. If you know it's right, then just do it. Yeah. The problem is when people just sit there and think about, you know, I really need to, or I should, I really need to do this. I've, I already, I know, I know, I know, I know, I know, I know. I've, I've, I've gone through it a million times. I, I know that's what I need to do, but it's just so hard. It's not that hard. You just literally just have to take one step or, or dial seven numbers. Or yeah. Numbers. If, if you've put everything else in place. So if that's the other it. thing is that like, if you just quit and don't have a plan, I mean, that works for some people, but that is not recommended. <laughs> ah, everybody's got a plan. Most of, most of the people that we're talking about. Yes, I agree with you. But most of the people we're talking about, they've planned it all out in their head. Yeah. They've got it all figured out. It's just a matter of like yeah. taking that step or opening that door or dialing that number or hitting send on that email. It is that fucking close. It's, it's not like you, know, you don't have to lift, lift a thousand pounds. Like this isn't going to be difficult. Mm-hmm. Like physically it will not be difficult. It's all in your head. Yeah. The mental battle. Yeah. Uh, Rhonda also says that um, she's been a nurse for 32 years. So there's a bit of letting go in that getting there. And um, yeah, that's like, 
I feel like um, nurses, especially, you know, that's a long time. That's three decades that you've been a nurse. Um, nursing is kind of like their identity, like that helping people. And, um, you know, it's like, I, I don't really know how to explain it properly right now at, at 6.33 in the morning, but um, it's a big thing. That is a big thing to let go of. And it is who you are and that helping people. And then when you wake, when, when you leave that and you like a lot of people have a hard time transitioning out of that, it's like you um, have a hard time kind of like realizing what the purpose is after that. Yeah. When it's gone, um, you feel kind of like less important. I'm not helping anybody. I'm not that kind of thing. So yeah, there's a, a mental battle there that it's just mindset. It's just kind of getting over what you've been used to. She asked for a push. I think all of us can understand how difficult it is. And I don't want to be the one person that says, fuck it. None of that's important. But I'm not saying that what you do is not great. I'm not saying that, you know, how you feel about it is not going to be hard. But if this is what you want, because that's the first thing you said, is working on leaving my job, like I know there's a few other factors that are probably in the way. You still need to build your portfolio a little bit more. But that excuse right there will kill so much time. So much time. And it's a nice, easy one to use too, because no one will ever fight you on it. No one will ever say that's wrong. Because that'd be terrible. That'd be a terrible thing to say. That's a bullshit excuse. Why? No one will ever say that. I will, though, because you asked for a push. And truthfully, if that's not what you want to do every day anymore, then you shouldn't. You should do what you want to do. And it really is as simple as just clicking that button (coughs) or handing in that, taking a few steps and handing in that letter. And clicking a button's a little bit easier if you yeah. want if you want the path of least resistance. Right. If you've got it all figured out, you're ready to go, you made a plan. It's really that easy. But all you're wasting is just time, months and months and months and years and years and years and years. It's depressing. Yeah. Good morning, Wilson. (laughs) Sorry, just looking back on the comments here. Where were we in the comments? All over the place. (laughs) Uh, Kirsten says, as a nurse, you love to help people in real estate. Always look for looking for a win-win. You will realize just how much you're helping people through your business. That's a great point. That is a great point. A lot of what we do is helping people if, Mm -hmm. if you're doing it right. Um, and that says you, you give up on your community too, when you quit a job like that, all of your coworkers, 90% of my friends are teachers since I've been a teacher for the past 10 years. Yeah. But when you, when you, when you think about your perfect life, you know, who's there, who's in your vision. And if those relationships and community was meaningful, it won't leave your life. If they're good friends, they'll still be there. Yeah. Right? You're not giving up on them. Or were they just filler friends because they were who you saw every day? Well, then you're going to make some other friends. Yeah. 
And yeah, if they're, if they're, the, you know what, if they're good friends and they're the type of people that, that, that you, that should be around you, then they're the ones that will understand. Yeah. Right. Of those 90%, a few of them will understand and they'll know that this was the right decision for you. The other ones are not meant to be around you because they're not the ones that are lifting you up. They're not the ones supporting you. They're just the ones who have the similar sense of humor. Yeah. And, 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 and things in common. Courtney had a really great quote about friends this past weekend. Reason, season, and... Lifetime. Okay, you say it. Because I, I always book, butcher quotes. Oh, so I, I don't know the exact quote, but it's it's a very common... It's very... Everyone has heard it before, but that people come into your life either for a reason, a season, or for a lifetime. Yeah. And there's nothing right or wrong about like any of those like that it's everyone serves their purpose of why why they came come into your life yeah. sometimes it's to teach you a lesson <laughs> and yeah. which is a reason yeah yeah and for the ones that come for a season whether that be high school or at a job whichever yeah. you know you you have to appreciate them for what their purpose was and yeah. that was for a season not for a lifetime yeah it does not mean that they're lasting you. It does not mean that it was a waste of your time. They were there for you when you needed them for that particular reason or for that particular season. And that is it. Yeah. But that was their purpose. Mm -hmm. Right. And you can be grateful for them, but you need to move on. Love that quote when she said it. Yeah. Um, we were talking a lot about, you know, growing and becoming better versions of ourselves and, and still hanging out with the old friends because, you know, well, they're, they're your old friends. You've known them since. Known them forever. Wherever, whenever. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it can be hard to let go when people aren't, aren't meant to be in your life anymore. Yeah. You know, we all change. We all evolve. We all become something different. We're not meant to be the same person for our entire lives. Mm. You know, like people say, like. Oh, they're trying to change me or like whatever, but you know, sometimes changes for the better. <laughs> and if we continually grow and continually strive to be better and our best, and you know, we're continuously reaching, then we're going to outgrow people naturally. Yeah. Because not everybody will grow and change or wants to grow and change at the same pace or at all. Mm -hmm. Some people are very happy. Well, they're not happy, actually. Exactly. People who who don't who don't grow and who don't reach um, are the people who are going to end up with depression and anxiety and all those types of things, just sitting there doing the same thing for their entire lives. Mm -hmm. um, but those of you know, like we grow at different stages, and sometimes we just naturally will. I think friends are are the most common. So a lot of time, family. You know, but the people who who can't keep up or who don't like that you're growing or changing, they naturally reach the end of that cycle where you just can't be around them anymore. You can't have them in your life anymore. And it's okay to let them go. It is. It may feel hard or icky or, you know, like whatever, but if they are bringing you down and not letting you reach your potential or making you feel awkward about how you're becoming a, a new person and they're not they're not standing behind you, encouraging you, then they're not meant to be in your life anymore. Yeah. Yeah. How many of you 
um, here in the chat. How many of you guys um, have had to cut out friends? I have. Yeah. For various different reasons. Maybe it'd be, they no longer serve their purpose, their reason, or maybe you've changed seasons. Mm -hmm. You've moved on and you've developed, you're on to different things right now. Um, I'm curious how many, how many of you guys have had to drop someone, um, drop a friend or two because they were holding you back. Yeah. Um, Josh says my friends cut me off the more successful I get with my work. That was easy. Yeah. Saved you some effort. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. We're, we joke. Like, I mean, that's, but shows what kind of fucking friends they were. Yeah. I, I think with that perspective, it, it, we could laugh about it. Yeah. It's they obviously, they obviously didn't uh, care enough to encourage you. Yeah. And Kirsten here, she's in the chat. She says the REI community, the real estate investing community is fantastic. There's lots of motivation and encouragement. Um, but warning, you may smell like jet fuel after a day's work. <laughs> <laughs> but you're absolutely right. Another topic that we talked about this past weekend, we talked about a lot of things um, at the cabinet retreat. But um, we, I've, we've never seen a community that's so supportive. You know what I mean? And like, there's lots of different, like, like sectors of business and business types and stuff like that. Let's, let's just, let's use an example, like, um, um, drop shipping or like, you know, um, FBA, like fulfillment by Amazon, like that kind of stuff. You know what I mean? Where you're sourcing in products and, uh, and selling them on Amazon or, or on Shopify or something like that. There's, there is a community for that, but not as supportive because everybody's like, say, for example, you're trying to, I, I don't know if you guys know anything about this stuff. I, I went pretty deep into it for quite a few months. Um, but say you're trying to source out the next product, you know, uh, um, the next gimmicky product that you can sell on Amazon because you've done all your research and you found a, um, uh, I don't know, a spatula that has like a certain kind of grip that everybody loves. And so you source out this product from, you know, from China and, and, and you, you get your brand logo on it and everything else and you, and you bring it in. But, you know, would you want to be sharing that information with somebody else, you know, within your, you know, your, your, your drop shipping or FBA you no. know, Facebook group? No, because that person's going to steal the same product because as soon as they realize that, holy shit, it's profitable, this profitable item that has a spread of $10 a profit that's selling, um, 20,000 units on Amazon every, every month. Well, they're like, that's a $200,000 product right there. Yeah. I don't want to share that with anyone because if they go and buy it, then there was half of my potential revenue mm -hmm. or profits. So no, you're not going to share that. Right. So it, it's just an example of just another community right there that, yeah, you know, you know, they're kind of supportive and stuff. There's Facebook groups to kind of network with other people that are doing that kind of stuff. But you go to, you go to real estate investing events networking events and Facebook groups, everybody wants to help. Everybody wants to share their guy. Everybody wants to talk about their favorite neighborhood or their favorite trades person, everything else. It's so super supportive. Yeah. yeah. Everybody's motivating each other because everybody knows that everyone has their own path and something that, and, and why that, that means so much to them that 
it's almost like we all kind of want to reach our goals together. You know what I mean? Yeah. Pretty cool. We all want to quit our jobs in the same day because there's more than enough houses, right? There's more than enough opportunities, more enough flip properties, more enough deals to be found offline for wholesaling. There's more than enough people that need to be helped with rent to own. Mm -hmm. It's, 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 it's an amazing community. Yeah. Chris says, uh, this is the fastest community to make good, trusted, like-minded friends. Yeah. Who and, that, sorry? Uh, Chris. And um, Patrick here said, there truly is enough real estate for everyone who is willing to do the work to succeed. Yeah. 100%. The comment I saw here earlier, but like, man, the comments are crazy today. I'm trying to trying to keep up on it. Yeah. Courtney um, says, um, we as the community have the abundance mindset, not the scarcity. That is correct. Yeah. Well, and you know, like as, as we all help each other to succeed, um, it also creates more opportunities within the community. You know, like tons of people are able to work with each other to help, um, you know, move, move each other forward together and those types of things. So it's, yeah. Is Chris and Jeremy singing Backstreet Boys in the chat? I don't know. Well, Chris has said, tell me why. And he's, he's referencing the, um, the Friday live training that we did on Friday. The Friday uh -huh. not so live training, if you recall. Yeah. We did a a, 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 a training session on uh, establishing your why, and uh, why it's so why 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 it's so important. Um, and and through that, I, I mentioned that this how important it is, like the word why to me. I I that's that's probably my my favorite word. Um, yeah, if to get you, to the root of anything. <laughs> yeah, if you if you went back at the end of my life um, and you tallied up all the words that I ever said in my lifetime, why is probably up there. Um, because you need to be intentional, right? Yeah. Um, it looks like um, Kirsten did her homework from the Friday Life training. Oh yeah. Yeah. So um, we went over our um, five. Um, <coughs> Oh my God. Elements. Elements of fulfillment um, during our Friday live training. And yeah, she's she's filled hers out and she's posted it here. So that's cool. Yeah, the, the categories are certainty, uncertainty, growth, love and connection, and contribution. And essentially how, um, you know, each of those will have their kind of percentages of how important they are, but we need them all in order to be fulfilled. Yeah. So all areas of those, um, all, all of those categories need to be present in our lives in order to truly be fulfilled. So some certainty, some uncertainty or spontaneity, um, growth, love and connection. Um, also I like to call that community mm -hmm. and then contribution, giving back. So when all of those are present in, in some capacity, that's important to each of us as individuals, mm -hmm. uh, we will live a fulfilled life but when one or two or all of those are missing um that's when we're out of balance and you know seeking more and can't figure out why we're not happy and yeah yeah 
yeah, you know, just don't need to go too, too far into it. Cause I think if you guys are interested in that, go to the real estate investing masters, Facebook group, uh, the recording will be up for one more day. Um, and then we take it down. Um, so you can, you can watch the replay, but you know, a great example would be, you know, you have all the certainty in the world. So you got all the money you need. You got to have everything that you ever needed or wanted. Um, and everything is as it should be. Everyone is doing what they're supposed to do. Um, and there's, there's no, there's no second guessing anything. There's no like, Oh, I hope that they really do that because you just have all certainty that everything is as it should be. And you are safe. Um, uncertain. You got more than enough spontaneity. You're doing all the things that, you know, um, you're, you're, you're stepping outside of your routine, the perfect amount. And you're doing things that are, that are fun and exciting and, and outside of the norm. So you got plenty of spontaneity. Uh, you know, everyone around you loves you and you got great community, great friends and connection, connecting and the connections are fantastic. And, you know, you're contributing, you know, you're helping others in your, you know, in your career and, and helping your favorite, you're, you're helping your kids hockey team and you're, you're, you're donating your time to, um, uh, Charity. charities that are important <laughs> to you. Um, but then you just feel like you're lacking a little bit because you know, you retired two years ago. Mm -hmm. Right. You just like something's missing and you, like, you got everything you need. I have all the money. I have all the love. I'm, I'm golfing every day. I'm hiking. You know, I'm going for bike rides. We went to Mexico three months ago. I'm helping people out in the community. Coaching. But for some reason, you're like, you're feeling like you're just still not 100% fulfilled because you're not growing anymore. You have no purpose other than the purpose of just throwing, you know, maybe you're throwing money at some things and and you know you're you're helping the kids hockey team but if you don't have any growth if you don't have any purpose anymore you're going to be unfulfilled and just like what what seems like was a seemingly perfect life mm -hmm. or a perfect day was lacking just that one thing you mm -hmm. know what i mean yeah so you do have to have all of them yeah um we do have a can we answer Wilson's question and do a shift in topic before we close out? Absolutely. 10 minutes left. Let's do it. Okay. So Wilson says, sorry for asking something off topic. Uh, Re-rental fees due to early termination. Do you guys charge those and force them? We personally don't. We don't charge a re-rental fee. Um, honestly, just from my point of view, it's kind of bullshit. Like your job as a landlord is to rent out your fucking property. Like that's your job. That's literally why you bought the properties to rent it out. It's your job to fill it. Yeah. Um, if you don't have a proper reserve to account for when people leave early and like that kind of stuff, then you're not managing it well. So um, sorry for those of you who enforce it, but I say pull up your, your big girl, big boy <laughs> panties and um, do your job. But... <laughs> Don't cut me off. <laughs> Wayne really wants to jump in here. Why is it only when Wilson asks questions? What? Am I shitting on him? You shit on, you only shit on Wilson. <laughs> no, I'm, and he's asking a question. He hasn't stated whether or not he does or doesn't do it or enforces Wilson it. Wilson feels or... attacked. <laughs> 
Wilson, I love you and you know that. I'm speaking to the public. Look, Kirsten has a re-rental fee. Kirsten, pull up your big girl panties. Okay, easy, easy. <laughs> oh God, the unsubscribes are coming in. Oh God. You guys, I'm totally just joking. I'm totally just joking. Okay. Um, but I, I'm not joking about how that's why, like, we don't do it. We don't put that in our leases. Like, people leaving is just part of the process. We bought we bought our rental properties to rent it out to people, and our job is to fill them if we choose to self manage. Um, so basically, you can charge a re rental fee. So you can have it in your lease that you know if you if you break your lease, here's a, a re rental charge or whatever. But m- from my standpoint. I handle it by the RTA. No one is allowed to leave their fixed term lease early unless it is agreed upon by both parties and you have come to some sort of agreement that either it's going to you're going to have to pay this much money or you're just responsible for it until I fill it or whatever. Mm-hmm. So in our case, we almost always say no. I'm not allowing you to leave your lease early if you choose to abandon the suite. You will be responsible for it until I find a suitable replacement. Um, and then when I've confirmed that they have abandoned their suite, I start to look for a new tenant. Yeah. And they are responsible for it. If they don't pay me, I take them to the RTDRS and I get a judgment against them and I collect the money that they owe me for abandoning their suite. Yeah. So to me, it's just I follow the process that is in place. Um, the re-rental fee, and, and I guess this is where this is where there's um, can be discussion about what exactly that re-rental fee is. Are you talking about it just like being a charge for having to like re-advertise and spend your time looking for a tenant? That's kind of the part that I think is a bit of BS. Um, but are you saying that I will allow you to leave your lease early if you pay X amount of money for me to have to re-rent it? That is different. That's kind of like a let's come to an agreement on how much money I think is fair for you to break it and me to have to find the somebody in IBO. Yeah, termination fee, I guess. Uh, so uh, she had said that uh, it's it's a fee to before she will relist the property again, and the tenants are only released from their lease once I have a new lease signed and first month's rent paid by the tenant. So it's just. Uh, yeah, it, it, it's it's. I think it's more of a of a deterrence. Yeah. What it sounds like, it's more of a deterrence um, to stop them from doing it. I agree with Gab. Um, you know, it's if you you're signing a contract, it's saying you're gonna. It's a fixed lease. It's it's fixed. Uh, we don't want people moving out two months in, right? Because we just spent all that time and some money, you know, filling that suite. And, you know, we base our budget off of one-year leases and someone decides they want to leave three months in? No, not a chance. Um, Now, that is a case-by-case basis because even though I like to stay by the book or we like to stay by the book, if someone got transferred and it was legit, then yeah, we get it. You're moving. Like, you can't stay here any longer. But if you're being a dink because you don't like the neighborhood anymore or whatever, you know, I didn't realize how many stairs there were. No, let's like do your diligence. Like this is, you know, you signed a contract, but if someone like legit has to leave because they're moving over here for another, they have to move for another job or something along those lines. 
then yeah, we're not going to force you to be responsible for it. Uh, like we're not going to hold you to that lease. I'm like, yeah, we'll work on it. We'll um, usually come to an agreement. We'll come to yeah. an agreement. Like, okay, we'll start relisting it again, but you are going to have to like cover a good chunk of this vacancy. Like if it takes us, if it's in the middle of winter, it's going to take us two months to find a new replacement that comes at a cost to us. Yeah. And you are obligated to the lease that you are obligated until we find a suitable replacement. So um, it's not going to come out of our pocket because you had to leave. Okay. So we'll come to an agreement. We'll find, we'll find a fair number that, that makes sense. And we'll maybe split it down the middle so that it's, you know, it's not too hard on you. It's not too hard on us and we can move forward. I think that's understandable. That's just circumstances that, you know, that are understandable. But if someone's just being a dank, then, then no, you are obligated to fulfill your lease, your, mm -hmm. this contract that you signed. And, uh, but no, we haven't, we haven't charged any like re-rental fees. Like I think the re-rental fees are just to, to cover the extra time that we have to spend mm -hmm. that we did not budget for, um, to have to, to refill the suite. You know, most of us don't want to be refilling a vacancy more than once a year, right? Yes. That's why we sign one year yes. leases. So if you had to do it more and then spend another three weeks and 20 showings and, and, and a rent faster fee, you know, then yeah, it, it sucks. But again, like from our perspective that we do not allow people out of their fixed term leases, unless it's a justifiable reason, um, there's no, there's no, there's no need for a re-rental fee. It just doesn't apply to how we do it. Um, is that a fair way of putting it? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I also wonder how. And Kirsten, we do not disagree. <laughs> yeah. Gabby. No, I actually like I, I've read through Kirsten's comment and I do like she does still like she doesn't release them until she's find, found a new tenant, all this stuff. She does follow through. Um, it's just like a before I let you out of it, pay me this basically for what like what we said, like for my, the work that I'm going to have to do. Yeah, it sounds like. Um, oh, what was I just thinking? And what was I just going to say? Oh, um, how does that stand up at the RTDRS? So if they, mm. you know, if they pay it, but they don't agree to it, like they don't think that it's fair, but they need out. So they pay it so that you'll look for somebody. And then they end up taking you to the RTDRS because they don't think you, you, you didn't find somebody fast enough. I saw you doing all these viewings and you didn't accept anybody. They weren't, this wasn't fair. And they decide to take you to the RTDRS. Is the adjudicator going to allow you to keep that $200? Because I know that um, from our experience being in RTDRS hearings, that they want to see the invoices for what that's for. Yeah. Show me the $30 invoice for rent faster. Show me the money that was spent to fill it. Yeah. So you can only get reimbursed for costs or expenses that you incurred. Incurred. Just like this is yeah. normal contract law. Um, you can only go after someone for, for money that um, the expenses that you incurred. There is no, uh, there is no, um, uh, reimbursements for pain and suffering. Okay. This isn't, this isn't an auto accident. <laughs> mm -hmm. Um, you can only, you can only submit for receipts for things that, you know, you had to pay for to refill that vacancy. Yeah. Um, Wilson says the tenant is moving out because of a bunch of made up excuses, not real reasons. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's, yeah. They just sounds, went out. Yeah. Sounds about right. Yeah. yeah. All right. Um, yeah, terrific episode today. 
Um, thank you guys for being so active and all the questions. Yeah. I apologize. We didn't get to all of them today. Um, bring them back tomorrow for sure. Um, and, you know, feel free if you want to, if you guys are interested, you want to hear, have your voice heard, you know, call in tomorrow. Okay. Uh, all that I ask, because it's always an absolute nightmare when people call in, I, I have to, I have to add a caveat to this, preface this. Um, make sure you have headphones. Okay. Make sure you have headphones when you call in. Um, but yeah, we'd love to hear more of your voices and, and have more of a discussion about it as opposed to just reading comments. It's, I mean, I don't know. You tell me is, is, is it, do you guys like hearing us read comments and wait and have to go and silent and have silence and through. stuff like that? It's just, it's probably, it's not the easiest thing to listen to. And then especially like I'm talking in my normal tone and then I'm like, uh, this tenants is moving out because of a bunch of excuses, <laughs> not real reasons. That's what Wilson said. Like, it doesn't feel, doesn't feel, you know what I mean? Wilson said he's calling tomorrow. Okay, perfect. Awesome. Um, bring your headphones and guys, if you guys are interested in, uh, in calling in as well, um, we'd love to hear from you. Uh, I'd love to hear more questions or more, um, more topics on, you know, what, what you're working on. You know what I mean? I, I love answering questions like this and I love having discussions like this, but I, I, I don't feel like anything we talked about um, is going to help someone take action today or to reach their dreams any faster. You know what I mean? No offense, Wilson. It, it was a great question, but re-rental <laughs> fees are not, like that's not the, the, the aha moment that someone needed today, right? And that's what I want. I want to do more aha moments. I want to, I want to reach more people at their core uh, to, so they can start making some, some more difficult decisions and actually making those decisions today and pushing the needle forward and actually getting closer to your dreams. That's, that's I what do, we want. I do still like answering these random questions, though, because these are some of the things that just like people really don't know how to handle or what to do with. Yes, and but I want someone to do something today. I know. I know. You have, you have both of us wanting, wanting it all. Okay. Well, see you guys tomorrow. Thanks for listening to the Real Estate Investing Morning Show. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, thank you. Interested in being a guest on the show? Send us an email to info at reimorningshow.com. 